0: didn't intend it this way, but so often, given the times in which we live, this is almost part two of the first hour. We talked about why it is that uh, in the left, progressivism, narcissism, and racism, why they match up so well. And we talked about the psychological, psychiatric analysis, uh, with psychological analysis of victim as virtue, victimhood as identity. And what happens when enough people begin to identify as victims is that sociopaths and psychopaths rise up and say, I want to be the face of that because that's my virtue. That's my claim to fame. That's how I become notorious and famous and powerful. And that's what we've seen in the political climates, in the social climate in the United States. That's where we're at. And it's also very, very dangerous because those groups, victim-led movements are profoundly violent. Because they don't get what they want. And they, as victims, feel entitled and they become profoundly violent. Now, let's switch slightly and let's look at some COVID news over the weekend because the COVID response is run by sociopaths. I'm describing behavior. The sociopathic response Bill Gates has. To his push for the mRNA injections is to come and say, well, I mean, it would have been helpful if we had a, a, a vaccine that uh, actually stopped infections uh, and transmission. <laughs> but we, uh, this time we didn't have that. S- same sort of response when he ruins a, you know, four or five years of school for kids with Common Core. Oh, it's not an optimal program and we did pull funding for it. It was a noble experiment on your kids. Right? Fauci asked a question, what should parents do if the kid has a really bad allergic reaction to the first shot? Well, I would wait a couple of weeks uh, until the reaction goes down and then get the second shot. What if it's myocarditis swelling around the heart? Well, I would wait until the heart uh, returns to its normal size and then get the second shot. Now there's this. Uh, weeks after, the figurehead said that the COVID emergency was over, the pandemic was
1: over. Some of our friends in Congress say we don't need COVID funding, or they say there's really no reason that the government should be paying for it. I strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. This is a global health emergency. If we really want to put COVID behind us, we have to keep up the fight together. We're back to this. We're back to that.
2: Sociopaths. The spike protein is probably one of the most toxic proteins the human body has ever seen. Psychopaths.
1: And
0: some of the new data we're going to talk about here is utterly fascinating, but so is some of the old data. (laughs) This is from 2021, May 11, 2021. I'm Grim Milestone. Experts are puzzled as to why Haiti has one of the lowest COVID-19 death rates in the world, despite administering zero vaccine doses. Experts say they don't know. Uh, Does anyone here have an idea why that might be the case? Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And the Lord gives these days to us as a gift so that we can rejoice and be glad in them. And so let's rejoice. We have another day. with more souls we can save. Well, God saves the souls. We correct that. God does the soul saving. We work with him if we allow ourselves to be objects used by him. Sociopaths, man. Later in the show, guess what's a new crime? Guess what's a new crime? No, guess. (laughs) Causing people to be upset. No, I'm not kidding. Causing people to be upset is now a crime. According to the Federal Bureau of Investigations, they also, of course, said that if you doubt the public health response to the COVID flu, then you're also a terrorist, domestic terrorist kind of person. Oh, and it's not just COVID. Some stats on all the money we've spent trying to make energy green. (laughs) Ha ha. Do you think that the the, the the psychopaths and sociopaths haven't risen to that level across industries? Wait till you hear these stats and the new stats on the COVID flu and the tracking of deaths, our friend Ethical Skeptic, is oh my goodness, what he's exposing. All that in just about ninety seconds. Went to a, a coffee place, and of course, I didn't drink the coffee because they don't have Bone Frog coffee. Uh, but I went there, went there with my brother Kevin, and had a breakfast and drank coffee. He drank coffee. I had a diet coke, and I know when you've been doing what I do long enough, you you catch you, you catch some vibes from people. And when I say doing what I do, you know, talk radio and, and podcasting, the public eye, as it were. And so we wrap up our breakfast, and the gentleman who owns this coffee place, um, and it's a really good place. It's called Life Coffee, L Y F E Coffee, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, it's it's they have all sorts of godly stuff in there. And and there, in fact, there's a room full of older men praying when Kevin and I went in. And this guy came and he was picking up our dishes. I've met him before and I know he's the owner. And he looked at my bone frog coffee hat and then looked at me. And I know he's, oh, I think I know who that is. Now, I'm not trying to big deal anybody. I don't think of myself as any type of important person at all. But I love the recognition that bone frog coffee, because then he looked at the Diet Coke. Oh, of course, that guy wouldn't drink any other coffee. So here's my decision I'm going to go down to Life Coffee in Coeur d'Alene and I'm going to drop off some Bone Frog. And this is a special message for listeners in Idaho. I'm going to get that coffee dropped off Tuesday, okay, for them to sample. Here's my request a little sneaky work here for our friend Tim Krukshank, the 25 year Navy veteran, Navy SEAL, my brother who runs Bone Frog Coffee. Would you mind dropping into Life Coffee, L Y F E Coffee, downtown Coeur and asking them, do you carry Bone Frog? No, I mean, they don't. They buy something while you're there. And they are a good shop, they are. I'd love to have maybe tie this back together. I failed to bring bone frog coffee in there. So what I'm going to take is I'm going to take the whole bean because I think that's fancy and I think stores like that. It's also available in French press. It's available in K cup and all sorts of different roasts. And for you guys who haven't yet tried it, would you please try to do this before Thanksgiving? Cause I would love to have you serve bone frog coffee at the Thanksgiving meal bonefrog says god country team on every single bag is there anything better for thanksgiving and then you can tell the story this is navy seal owns you can tell the story that uh wow he aligned with one of the greatest coffee makers in history dave stewart who was the guy behind seattle's best coffee who mentors tim and in fact creates some of the roasts but make sure you use bonefrog.us Okay, bonefrog.us. Ah, since I did a big tease on it, I should pay it off. The FBI has a misinformation unit and an election crimes unit. And one of the things that they list as crimes is causing people to feel upset about the elections. This comes via a Project Veritas leak. I picked it up from reclaimthenet.net or org. ReclaimTheNet.org. A whistleblower leaked a document to Project Veritas showing that the FBI is focusing on election misinformation ahead of the 22 midterm elections. The documents list what the agency should categorize as, quote, election crimes. This is the FBI focusing on speech. This is the Federal Bureau of Investigation policing speech. Sociopaths. Among the election crimes highlighted in the document is, quote, misinformation. The document defines misinformation as false or misleading information spread mistakenly or unintentionally. Like safe and effective injections. Like 95 to 100 percent effective at stopping the flu, the covid flu. Like the spike proteins don't don't go anywhere but in the injection site. They say right there in the injection site. They don't travel into your brain like that lie. Like this was fully tested by the FDA. That lie. Disinformation is also an election quote crime. It is defined as false or inaccurate information intended to mislead others. That's speech. This is criminalizing speech. You know who criminalizes speech? Sociopaths. It adds, disinformation campaigns on social media are used to deliberately confuse, trick, or upset the public. Now, if someone's on social media saying the election is the 10th when it's the 8th, okay. Okay, you're trying to commit fraud. Okay. The document appears to be another effort by the federal government to determine what is true and false. We know that and they also says that this is disinformation campaigns on social media are used to deliberately confuse trick or upset the public it is now it is now an election crime to upset the public which would mean that every politician in the united states commits an election crime anytime they state their opinion on something because someone somewhere is offended by it See, it's not just this is really turning into part two of last hour. Gosh, I'm a radio guy of last episode, episode 422. This is from Powerline blog who made note of this. 3.8 trillion for essentially nothing, writes Powerline blog. Jeff Curry, who's the global head of commodities research for Goldman Sachs, describes the utter futility of green energy and that Goldman Sachs admits this. Wow. Wow. Here's a stat for you. As of January this year, at the end of last year, overall fossil fuels represented 81% of overall energy consumption. 10 years ago, they were at 82%. There's been a 1% increase in 10 years. So in in, in non-fossil fuels. So... <laughs> The, the, all that investment in renewables—you're talking about three point eight trillion dollars, three point eight trillion of investment in renewable, false, uh, renewable moved fossil fuel consumption from eighty-two to eighty-one percent of the overall energy consumption. And he adds, but you know, given the recent events and what's happened with the loss of gas replacing it with coal, that number is likely now above eighty-two percent. And yet we're still seeing, we're going to force you to purchase electric cars because that's what we want because we're sociopaths. We don't care that the electrical grid can't, can't handle this. We don't care that your car, when it runs out of electricity, is a brick that can't be rolled. We don't care. That when you run out of electricity in trying to get out of a city, no one's going to get to you. We don't care that you can't drive very far. We don't care that you can't haul anything. We don't care that once we force all cars to be electric, we don't care that there'll be no place to charge them. We don't care that it will collapse the electrical grid. We care about forcing you to purchase products that we own at prices you can't afford for a product you hate because we have money involved. We're invested. We're getting paid off. We're getting bribed. God hates a bribe. The Lord hates bribes to COVID. I hope the comparison is clear. This is the figurehead standing on his soundstage, and I can tell by the way he's reading, he's got that 60-foot teleprompter. Because when he has to read from a normal teleprompter, that's when we get all the gaffes and mistakes. This is Joe Biden reading and you have Fauci and Ja and all the other all the other people who run Joe Biden, all his bosses standing behind him. He, the figurehead actor, is at the podium and he's doing his thing where he pretends to be in charge. He's reading from his massive teleprompter letters higher than your you are your kids are tall. And we're back to this.
1: Some of our friends in Congress say we don't need COVID funding, or they say there's really no reason that the government should be paying for it. I strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. This is a global health emergency. If we really want to put COVID behind us, we have to keep up the fight together. Do
0: we? Ethical skeptic. Ethical skeptic worked in naval intelligence across multiple fields. He has a system engineering, systems engineering degree from the best school in that field. Back when schools meant something. I know who he is. I'm the only guy who's ever interviewed him on radio. 41% jump in infections. 41% jump in infections. And then... Again, 41% jump in infections. Among which cohort? Who is spreading COVID? Last dose, less than three months ago, the debate is over and we were right. Want to know who's spreading COVID? Be injected. The exact opposite of the truth is what Biden has been told to push. Um... Part two from last hour, that's the action of a sociopath. Just look at the fruits. You shall know them by their fruits. Look at their fruits. Here's the sociopathic part of this. Are the injections stopping the COVID flu? No. Can they stop the COVID flu? No. Are they harming people? Many people. Yes. Are they killing people? Yes, they're killing some people. Should we stop injecting people? No. Why? Because I want to inject people because I get money. That's sociopathic behavior. Or it's evil behavior. Oh, that reminds me. There's a pastor who's been visiting our church and he's from South Carolina. He said the most, he said the coolest thing, you know, because you hear this stuff and I don't know about you. I want to hate Fauci. In fact, when, when I read this stuff, I, I feel hatred. And then I give that to the Lord. Please take this from me. I do not want to hate my neighbor. I want to love my neighbor. You know what he said? He said, when you are in a situation like that, remember these people are captives they're jailed. They're spiritually locked away. The Lord Jesus came to free the captives. Our job is to free the captives. That's our job. Free the captives, the spiritual captives. You know, if you would you hate someone who'd been kidnapped and made to believe their kidnapper and made to love their kidnapper, brainwashed? Would you hate that person? You might hate what they did. If they were violence you'd hate that but would you hate them when you grew to understand they were they were kidnapped they were brainwashed I I, I don't think I could bring myself to hate them which is how I'm going to think about this Joe Biden is meant well he's mentally gone but he's also spiritually captive Tony fauci is <laughs> Tony Fauci is spiritually captive to the devil he just is he speaks like a little man trapped in hell. So ethical skeptic is on that march, on that bit of data. Then there's this. Do you think before you inject children with a new version of a, of, a, of, a, of a substance that cannot stop the flu and is known to be harmful to kids and sometimes deadly, do you think you should test the new version of that? Before you put it in the, the bodies of kids. Now you know about the mice testing. This isn't about testing mice. The, the, the new injections, eight mice. That's what this is based upon. Data from eight mice. All mice, all the eight died, as I understand it. So what's the new new? Ha. It has to do with zero mice. It has to do with zero mice. It does. There is a special that you can get by virtue of listening to this show. And this is something that was a big deal for us. I I, I want you to understand the business dynamics of this. Uh, Allow me, uh, indulge me here for a second. I want you to understand how important it is when a big company comes to us. Because we have a sales team, or well, in fact, we have two sales teams. We have the Radio America sales team, and then we have the team at a uh, uh, major creative marketing at Seattle. So, so both sell. I want you to understand how important it is when a big company comes to us, like My Pillow. My Pillow is a legitimately very big company. It's important because they have recognized something about this audience, and I'll tell you some of the things that they've recognized is loyalty. And they look at the data and said, wow, that podcast has been in existence for a year. um, And it is 748th in the United States where there are 1.8 million podcasts. And it's the 748th. It's in the top one half of 1%. It's in the top 50 for its category after a year. Okay, we want in. And then they look at the loyalty. And you guys are, I finally, I... I remember Rush talking about what it felt like to know how loyal audiences have always had gratitude for you ever since you started listening, but that you've come to the podcast. It's, I can't even communicate how meaningful that is. So here's the thing that they're doing now is they want to say, okay, right. Does this translate? Do you have the, my pillow sheets? Because if you don't, when you sleep on these, these are unlike anything else. And typical to My Pillow, it took them a long time to get to a sheet they loved. The MyPillow design, I talked to Mike when I interviewed him about this, how many different designs he tried until he landed on the one that actually worked. They're very picky in that regard. So it took him years to get to the sheets that they like. So when you lay on these things, it's you're going to go, has there ever been a sheet like this? And then you smile and you sleep well. So you can get a set of bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Are you kidding me? I want to make sure I read that right. I did 2998. So what you do is you go to mypillow.com/slash herman and use the promo code Herman for special d- discounts on all my pillow products. All this is American made. No one does that. <laughs> Manufacturing all of this American made, are you kidding me? This is a thing of beauty, and it's a test. This is Todd Herman show audience respond to things like this. If you need sheets, you need to give them as gifts. You have people coming for Thanksgiving, put these great sheets on the, (laughs) sorry, I just had a funny thought. Oh my goodness. You have, you have, (laughs) you have liberal relatives, put them on their bed, the guest bed. When they come down and go, my gosh, those, those sheets are amazing. Say so, yeah, they're from my pillow. <laughs> All right, just go to mypillow.com slash herman. Uh slash herman or use and and when you when you get the sheets, buy some other products, use the code name promo code herman, h-r-m-n. Uh mypillow quality bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Mypillow.com slash Herman and use the promo code Herman. And if you do that, if you put these sheets on one of your Liberalta's beds when they stay at your house, will you tell me? about that you might have to pay for some therapy when they realize they love the sheets oh my goodness I didn't intend uh, for this show to be a uh, part two of the last episode, but that's, that's how it's come out. We're taught and it's, it's just clear to me, man, we, we're at this point where victimhood and victim as virtue has propelled a bunch of psychopaths and sociopaths to the top of things. Although uh, Fauci has been uh, in uh he's been in spiritual bondage forever. He, he, he's legitimately, I just observe him as a man speaking from the from the depths of hell. And look, he can be redeemed, and we should pray for him. We really should. Could you imagine if we redeemed him? No, let me again rephrase that. Can you imagine if God worked through us to redeem Fauci? Can you imagine? I mean, given what the apostle Paul did when he went out and killed a bunch of, of you know, converted Jewish people who would converted to following the Lord Jesus, can you imagine what Fauci would, you know, how he would realize what he's done? Such as this. The CDC didn't even want to test the new injections on mice. This is from the Epic Times. Zachary Stiber. the U.S. Center for Disease Controls uh, Control, pressured U.S. regulators to clear COVID nineteen boosters without clinical trial data, according to newly released emails. Oh, who needs tests? CDC officials relayed to counterparts at the Food and Drug Administration in early August. Oh, my gosh, this isn't the new injections. I misread this. This was in the beginning of the swindle. CDC officials conveyed to counterparts at the FDA in early August. They wanted authorization for Moderna. Oh, it is. It's the boosters for Moderna, Moderna and Pfizer boosters. Um, they wanted to prove before the data was before the data came in. Wanna know why? Because the data was from mice. <sighs> the conversation took place on a call that was described by Dr. Phil Krauss, a top FDA official to several other FDA workers. Take a deep breath before reading this next paragraph. On that call, the CDC evidently stated that they will assemble all the data they're aware of on the third dosing in the setting. And send it to us in the hope that we will very soon authorize the third dose for immune immune compromised as part of the um, emergency youth authorization. In other words, they wanted the EUA to continue even though they were testing the boosters. All the COVID-19 vaccines were authorized under emergency conditions at the time. No boosters had been authorized. And they're skipping the authorization process. Why? Because they're going to inject kids. Why? Because then they get their waiver forever. They can never be sued. That's why. Does that sound like a sociopathic behavior? Absolutely sounds like a sociopathic behavior to me. I don't think it could be more sociopathic. But that's just me. That's just me. I ain't no fancy psychiatrist. Psychologist. Back to ethical skeptic. As we documented last week, 25% of all COVID deaths right now are dying cancer patients. Let me repeat that, but slower. Last week, we documented that 25% of all COVID deaths right now are dying cancer patients. This is called laundering, data laundering. Ethic, well, skeptic continues. This is indicated in, in the false rise. In CFR, this is the, um, the, the COVID fatality rate, in the U.S., comparatively, Europe sees a CFR half of that of the flu. What other deaths are they hiding in COVID? Here's what they're doing. We know that these injections cause cancer. We know that the lockdowns stop people from getting cancer treatments. Those two evils combined are leading to more cancer deaths. So, what does the government do? They pretend people are dying from COVID. They are laundering the data. They're committing fraud because they know they have killed people and are right now murdering them. Another ethical skeptic data point. Add heart-related, RXX, abnormal, clinical, and lab-finding mortality back into the data. Heart-related mortality, and you find that the hidden heart-related deaths, despite COVID at very low levels, were at an all-time peak in heart-related deaths. 20 sigma. We know that the injections cause heart related deaths. They're calling them COVID deaths so that they can pretend record levels of people have not been murdered by the mRNA injections. Why am I saying murdered? Because we have known for over two years, these injections are deadly far too often. That's why I'm calling it murder. Then there's this. And then I'll get to the the, the, the true harms of this stuff. Because it's not always just, to quote, just death. Ethical skeptic points this out. As a reminder, 530,000 people have died to date as a result of our solutions to the pandemic. Cases include 138,000 overdose, accident, assault, suicide deaths, 391,000 primarily factor. At this rate, deaths from the solution will overtake COVID pandemic deaths on 11-25-2023 next year. Around next Thanksgiving, more people will have been killed by the lockdowns than by the COVID flu. And incidentally, Ethical Skeptic is being very generous to the government here. How? He's using their data for COVID deaths, which we know to be fraudulent to the tune of about 70%. The truth is about 30% of the people who died, quote, from COVID, died with COVID, Many of them desperately sick or very, very old or, or both desperately sick and very, very old. So does this sound like the behavior of someone who's not a psychopath? Oh, there's this stillbirth. Oh, there's that. Oh, there's the thousands more of UK deaths than usual. And you'll get, you'll never guess what the experts say about that. the Bulwark Capital Management people uh, understand this. We talk so often about retirement and it's really vital to understand something. You don't have to be retired to use them and you do not have to leave your job. We talk about using Bulwark Capital Management when you are 10 to 15 years, 5, 10, 15 years from retirement because their risk management strategy. The closer you are to retirement, the less risk you can tolerate. Well, okay, Todd, I'm just going to do the 60-40 stock bond mix and, and do that on a, you know, a, a very safe portfolio. What's safe? Oh, I'm just going to go with blue chips. Okay, so blue chips are safe. No, I'm just going to put it in the money markets. Okay, so the money markets are safe. We're talking about a central bank digital currency and the money market safe. We're talking about Saudi Arabia has said, oh, the U.S. dollar is totally manipulated. Complete fraud what am I going to do? Well, you can't be in one instrument. You want to be as spread out as possible. And the way to do that is with Bulwark Capital Management. Oh, you're just trying to make money for your partner. Yep. But then there's this. Zach Abraham, the chief investment officer at Bulwark Capital Management, will tell you this. Please don't put your entire portfolio with my company. Make sure that you have some of your money with another company. Why would Zach say that? Well, because in Zach's words, what if we have a bad year? My job is to steward your money. And we might one day have a bad year. So yeah, risk management. And in this chaos economy, you need this. So you do not have to be retired. You 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 don't have to be thinking of retirement. I mean, you could be 25 years old and use bulwark. That might not make sense for you and they'll tell you if it doesn't. But here's the important message. If you work right now and you're 58 years old and you don't want to leave, you like your gig, you need to work. If you have a 401k at your workplace, you can transfer it to Bulwark. They can run it for you, which means you get their risk management approach. And it's not a taxable event. You simply transfer it over to them to manage, but you have to be 58 years or older. Call BORIC Capital Management at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given out of a client service agreement. BORIC Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC-registered investment advisor. There are still birth danger signals. Leaked hospital email reports an increase in stillbirths and COVID-19 so-called vaccines are suspected. Again, it's the Epic Times with the story. And again, it's a hospital system, this time in Fresno, California, reported an increase in demise patients or stillbirths. Do you remember the audio we played last week? Of the hero doctor who said, I am seeing a huge number, big increase in stillbirths. Remember that? She blames the injections. There's this from the New Scientist. I'm Grim Milestone. According to the New Scientist, there's thousands more UK deaths than usual, and we don't know why. Who could ever know? Ben Shapiro even woke up. Ben Shapiro says, oh, we were all fooled. We were lied to by everyone. Well, not everyone, Ben. Geert van den Bosch, PhD, has been saying for three years, this stuff, why did I say three? Because he knew what it was designed to be. Michael Yearden, former VP at Pfizer, was warning people. A lot of doctors have been warning people, this stuff is trash. It cannot work. It's going to make things worse. So no, you weren't lied to by everyone, Ben. And look, you're a deeply, intellectually gifted dude. You are very smart. Everybody knows that you're smart. Why did you not see this Ben Shapiro conservative? Why did you, why were you unable to see this? Why did you trust the CDC? Is I think it's because your wife is a doctor. I think you love your wife. No, I don't think, I know you love your wife. I think you're probably a fantastic husband, Ben Shapiro. And listen, I don't know Ben well. I've met him a few times and- and talked to him a few times privately, but I don't know him, and I don't even know that he'd remember me. So when did the Michael Medveds of the world come around? I love Michael dearly. I disagree with him on everything these days. When do you come back to reality, Michael Medved, whom I love? But how could they know? Well, because it's been clear forever. Now, something else is clear. Uh, this is a lot from the Epic Times. They do great work on COVID and a lot of things. They have a series called American Thought Leaders, and they have a lengthy interview that is linked in the show notes. It's about nine, well, lengthy, it's about nine minutes long. And so you can go watch this, and there's a link in the show notes. You get that that Substack or go to the It's It's pretty easy to get. If you get emailed show notes every morning, you already have the link. It's in there. Um, this is a, um, an analysis. Uh, this is a brief bit of this video. This guy's name is Dr. Paul Merrick. And Paul Merrick is talking about the damages that are beyond what we hear about. We hear about myocarditis. We hear about pericarditis. Um, I've talked to you about people who can no longer walk. I've talked to you about people who are now in wheelchairs. So, he is, Paul's a medical doctor, former professor of medicine, who until his resignation in January 2022, served as the chair of the Division of Pulmonary and Critical Care Medicine at Eastern Virginia Medical School in Norfolk, Virginia. He was also a critical care doctor at Central Norfolk General Hospital. Now, gosh, I wonder why he resigned. Probably because he wanted to be free
2: to say things like this. The spike protein is probably one of the most toxic proteins the human body has ever seen. It seems though, and we have really good data from a number of groups, so firstly from Pfizer's own data and then there have been two independent surveys looking at vaccine injured both in the US and in Germany and um, over 80 percent of the adverse events are neurological, so w- which is what makes it such a devastating disease. Uh, so these people are neurologically impaired. Um, the commonest is overwhelming severe fatigue and tiredness then brain fog so it if it interferes with the ability to think clearly to do cognitive tasks to function normally as a human being so it's these overwhelming fatigue overwhelming tiredness brain fog and then they get a what's, what's called a peripheral neuropathy in which they develop antibodies against the nerve fibers so they get Terrible shooting pains, paresthesias, numbness in their legs, um, terrible pain, burning pains, and which can be t- enormously disabling. And that seems to be pretty common. <clears throat> and then obviously we have the myocarditis. Um, they can't hide that so you know we we know this particularly affects young men who seem for whatever reason to be particularly vulnerable to developing myocarditis and then there are a whole host of other diseases Uh, patients get severe ringing in the ears called tinnitus they get visual problems Um, they get problems with with walking and ambulation Um, so it's 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 a spectrum in fact there are over 2000 published peer review papers describing different medical conditions associated with the vaccine and yet
1: good afternoon i'm here today with uh, my covid team as well as leaders from some of america's top pharmacies walgreens cvs rite aids albertsons and we're here with a simple message get vaccinated update your vaccine, your COVID vaccine. It's incredibly effective, but the truth is not enough people are getting it. We've got to change that so we can all have a safe and healthy holiday season. That's why I'm getting my shot updated today. And Does any of that sound familiar?
0: So we can have a healthy and happy holiday season. At least he didn't say you're going to have a long, dark, painful, cold winter as you die alone in your bed because you didn't take the injections. I was in a, I was in an office of a tow truck company. Back in the day, when I was a young kid. I got my car impounded. It was a, um, it was a Dodge Challenger, I think, it's like a, a Mutt version of a charger. It was actually a fun car, hatchback, uh, turbocharged. And uh, it was beige, had leather seats. Bought it used. I buy all my cars used. And I got it, I got it impounded. I don't remember what I did to get it impounded. I probably parked where I, I was supposed to not park. And man, it was a lot of money. And I think I did that kid thing where the problem will get better if you ignore it for a bit. <laughs> I, think I, I think I was trying to figure out, oh, who could I borrow this money from? And I think it was my dearest friend and more of a brother, Matthew, who loaned me the money. And it was like a thousand bucks. And this was years ago. Oh, I remember it was the airport. I parked down there thinking I could get away with this and then came back and the car was gone. I thought I'd been stolen. And then I called the police and no, no report of that. And then I looked up and there's the sign for the towing company. Oh. So they go to a pay phone and call towing company. Yep. Got your car. It's been in here a long, long time. So I get down there, I borrow this money and I I think I had like 600 bucks and my, my friend Matthew gave me the last 400 and I went into this guy's office. I was so upset. Now, obviously, it's not that man's fault. And I'm sitting in the seat, and I, I am just filled with rage and anger. And I'm I'm just really wanting to lay into this guy. Look at what you do for a living. You're a parasite. I mean, this is how you, That car was hurting somebody. This is how, how, how long did you wait before he towed my car? And why is it this much money? And a thousand bucks, that car cost me 9,000. And then I looked and there was a picture of him with his mother when he was younger. And then I looked and there were pictures of him and his family and him with his little babies. But it was the one with his mother. This is someone's kid. Then the strangest thing happened. I looked at his hands and he, you know, tying off the cars and chaining up the cars and stuff. Man, that's heavy labor. And he had strong, big hands. And you know what? They were instantly reminded me of my father's hands. And my, my heart just softened. And I said, I don't remember the exact words, but I said something along the lines of, Hey, can we restart for a second? He goes, what, what? I said, can I start again? I think I was really rude to you just now. I I think I was really rude to you on the phone. And this is my fault. And I parked that car there. I'm not giving you money off. I go, I know. I'm It's not about that. I just, I didn't have any right to treat you that way. And I, I, I really apologize. He goes, Hey, I can't give you money off the bill. I said, no, I'm not asking for money off the bill. I just realized I've been a real jerk. I just wanted to apologize. You didn't deserve that and you're just doing your job and, and you have a family to feed. Because I'm glad you recognize that. You know, I do. Why am I telling you this? When we see the Fouch and Biden and Fetterman and Pelosi, we cannot allow the enemy, to tow our souls away, to impound our souls. We have got to look at these people as spiritual captives. Once upon a time, back in the day, Nancy Pelosi was someone's little girl. Back in the day, she was innocent, flawed but innocent. Something happened, something turned, who knows where it all went wrong but it went wrong. And she does hateful things. She participates in the killing of babies, the ruining of our country, lying, allowing Jan 6 to become what it did. And in fact, I think encouraging it. And if we hate her, Satan wins. And if we can think of her as a spiritual captive, who is held captive by the original liar, thief, and murderer, and we can concentrate on that, then two things happen. We safeguard our souls. We do as God tells us to do. And we are closer to winning. We're closer to winning. Because our battle is not against flesh and blood. But against the dark spiritual forces that I mean, they kind of run the earth. I hope we can all concentrate on that and when I say all, I mean me <laughs> I'm, I, it's, it's very hard for me. It's the hardest thing. Well, I hope you'll join me in that. This is the Todd Herman show, Please go be well, be strong. Be kind, and remember, God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all.